rich friends. It is your girl. I am Sheila Michelle with another I am Sheila Michelle podcast brought to you live with our Lunch Your Lab in studio participants. Thank you all so much for being here. We are excited to bring you ladies, Mr. and Mrs. Terrence Williams. I'm going to say Blaney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have Terrence Williams and Nikita Williams, also known as the infamous Nikita B. Yes. Yes, with us today. And super, super, super excited because if you don't know, you are getting ready to find <laughs> out. Why Nikita is a hope dealer, mm -hmm. a purpose pusher, okay. a former director of nursing mm -hmm. who has been featured in BET, mm -hmm. on TV One, as well as Bounce. Yeah. Thank y'all so much for being here today. Thank Glad you for to be having here. us. Yeah, super excited. Y'all look amazing, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. I okay. mean, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all tried it and y'all did it. Thank you. Y'all did it. So um, I'm so excited, like, just the, the energy that y'all give off, you know, um, not only as a marriage unit, right? Mm -hmm. Not only as a unit of marriage, but even your individual, your individuality is so amazing. Um, I want to make sure that the rich friends truly understand um, who the Williams are. Let's get started with that. Okay. Um, I love the fact, Nikita, um, you know, you got your nursing background. Mm -hmm. You have your entertainment mm -hmm. background. Um, and then your mentorship, right? Your your presence and mentorship and coaching as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So um, I am a former director of nursing, long-term care. That's my jazz. I like the geriatric population. Um, and from that, um, I'm just compassionate about caring for people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And because of that, it has afforded me so many opportunities because I learned early on mm -hmm. that you need to lead with what other people are lacking. Mm -hmm. Even in business, you lead okay. with what the other people are lacking. If you see where everybody's doing it, there's something they're not doing. Okay. And whatever that thing is, lead with that and pull them in. Right. And I saw that people were lacking compassion. They didn't feel heard. They didn't feel like they had anybody to support them. So when I would go into facilities, I go into certain places that I'm consulting with. Yeah. I listen to them when they say they don't even speak when they come in. We don't feel appreciated. So when I go in, guess what I do? Hey, how you doing? Yeah. When I see them do something, I was like, thank you for doing that. If I can help, I help. It automatically sets me apart because they was like, how did she know? I listened. Right. Right. So learning to lead with what other people are lacking. And it really built me up to what I'm doing now. The whole comedy thing, though, that came it was actually a trauma response. I okay. lost my mom to breast cancer, okay. and I was in a right. very, very, very deep depression. Okay. You know, I'm a preacher's kid, so, you know, they tell you how to deal. No, they and what you should know, they tell you what you should do, but they don't tell you how to do it. Right. You know, and they always, you know, refer to Scripture or either lean on God. I'm like, yeah. where you at? Right. Okay? Like, right. Uh, we, we called on them for mama. Right. Yeah. And he didn't show up, yeah. you know, and just having to learn to cope and deal with different things. And sometimes people feel like, you know, I encourage people. Sometimes you need prayer and appeal. Yes. Uh-huh. Because people that's crazy don't know they're crazy. That's right. Okay. Right. So, yeah. And, um... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at your little, little studio little audience. They like that. Yeah, it's a lot. They like that. Y'all clap so they know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. 
yes. Because some people be saying studio audience and they be pressing that little button. Yeah. And, stuff. and then they be, ha, ha. I said, that's fake. No, we got the nurses. The nurses yeah. are in the building yeah, today, y'all. Gang, gang. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so just having to learn to yeah. work through that stuff yeah. and to be real about it and let people know you ain't by yourself. Yeah. You know, people have learned to put labels on depression and yeah. I'm not talking about like um, stigma, that too. Yeah. But they learned to uh, put labels like Gucci on it. Yeah. Prada on. That's right. And because you look expensive, people think you got yeah. together. Cure us. Okay. Cure us, please. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We we're not gonna pass the collection plate around. It's okay. <laughs> not this time. Not, not this time. time. Not Bad this time. Me. But, that's uh, time. <laughs> right. That's why I do what I do for right. real. Because I know how it feels to be uh have an uh invisible struggle. Yes. people don't see it. That's right. But it is there. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to unpack some of what you said because all of that, you know, you are walking powerhouse child. <laughs> um so let's go back to the part about um, leave with what is lacking, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's so important. That's that's a that's a big CEO tip mm -hmm. that the ladies in the room and the rich friends that are listening can really take heed to, like, lead with what is lacking. Yes. So when you are entering drug testing and lab, and these are billions of dollars industries, mm -hmm. but there are players, right? And not only are there, it doesn't, to me, really matter how many players. It matters who are the players right. and what are they doing, right? Mm -hmm. So think about what it is that you can bring to the table to differentiate yourself yeah. or even just the market that you're serving what can you lead with that they are lacking? Because I know a lot of times people kind of struggle with, well, how how can I be different? What can I be yeah. different, right? Drug testing is drug testing. Drawing blood is drawing blood, but no, not really, because some of y'all hurt when y'all be sticking, but that's another uh, podcast <laughs> episode. Um, you know, but I do, I love that. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great CEO tip for you all. Lead with what is lacking. Um, you also talked about... Um, prayer and appeal yeah right prayer and appeal and i think um a lot of times people are approaching being a ceo without proper perspective right. you know without the right tool set mm -hmm. and so you have to have what i call structure ceo structure yes. what is it that got nikita b to show up as the highest version of herself today do, do, do you see what I'm saying? I so what, what are the things that when you were, you know, um, because grief, I feel like is a, like grief, I feel like you're going to grieve until you see that person on the other side. Like, I don't mm -hmm. really think that grief really stops. It's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But in those times on your worst days, you know, with your mom's transition, what are the things that allowed you to even show up to be Nikita B? Like you had a whole two, like what are the things, yeah. some things that you did to show up as the highest version of yourself? So um, it is true that grief does not stop, but we can, um, we have more control over it than we give ourselves credit for. Okay. Um, a lot of times we're not willing to allow it to stop to a certain extent for whatever reason. Some people feel like if I stop grieving in this way, it means I don't care. Yes. It means that passion is not there. It right. means I'm forgetting about them and that's not what right. it is. You right. know, um, you know, even our boys, they've been through a lot mm -hmm. and um, we lost two nephews right. and like literally six months apart okay. and my son was in the car with the first guy 
that murdered my nephew. My, ne my nephew driving the car. Jesus. The guy's a passenger. My son is in the back seat. And you know, the music they listen to, it it, it caused trauma all by itself. Yeah. My yeah. Lord. I had to turn it down because I thought somebody was after me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God Almighty. Right. I felt like an accessory. Right. Like, no. Yes. Yeah, I turned on Shorty yeah, Season. It's here. Huh? Yeah, but um, list, they listen to it and there's a lot going on and like, heard it it was like maybe it was a radio but then he oh, said like it's slow motion turned around this guy had shot my nephew in the head while he was driving mm -hmm. so when I tell you life has a way Wow. And he didn't know how to process that thing. And you say, nah, I'm going to rip him till I die. I said, well, well, if you want to fast forward your death, yeah. then that mindset will get you there. Right. It's okay to grieve. Yeah. You're supposed to. It's a season for all things. Right. But how you grieve is different. That's so right. the way that I was able to do better because I was doing terrible myself, um, it's an acronym POP. You got to make it POP, right? It, and that means uh, principle over preference. Principle over preference means whatever your foundation is. I see the girls writing. You know what I mean? Like it is. It's principle over writing. preference. So whenever you prefer to feel a way that does not feel good to you, it does not serve you, it does not add value to you, you know that you're not operating in principle. Yes. Yes. Just flat out. And I literally drilled that in myself so much so that I could call it before it even started happening. Yeah. Because it, it it gives you a warning. You will start feeling some type of way. Yeah. You irritable. You don't want to be bothered. I just feel down. All of the signs and symptoms yes. of it to let you know, hey, this about to pop off. So yeah. what you going to do? Yeah. You know? And then, yeah. of course, having him was, it was very necessary because he could even see it and he would see what others didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah, line, you you're gonna have to get up today. Yeah. You know I mean, you've been in bed for two days. Yeah. You know, like that kind of yeah. thing. So, you know, having somebody that you're okay with sharing yeah. your true self. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a process. It's a process. It is a process. Um I'm sorry to hear about your mom and your nephew. Oh yeah. Oh. Um and because I know, you know, it Grief is has such a uh, has such a dynamic to it. It does, you know, and it really can play tricks on you. It can, and so I and think it comes in yeah. cycles. Yeah, and yeah. That, like literally, that's the way it operates, and people need to know that because they was like, I was doing good, and all of a sudden, yeah. because the thing about it, your body remembers. Correct. Subconsciously, you remember. Correct. And even though you put things in that place to try to get your mind off of it, yeah. that anniversary of things, yes. your body renews yes. those same emotions yeah. and feelings like it's a real thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, when you say it's necessary, are you familiar with that song by Fantasia? Yes. Go ahead, sing it, y'all. Uh -uh, the uh -uh. gone sing, girl. I can't. Rich friends, come on. We trying to get us <laughs> a live in studio. Come. You got, you go, drop. You go, you know. Come on now, Nikita. I don't, I don't know the words. Y'all know how you know. Y'all know the hook. Yeah. When it come on, yeah, I'm who that knows friend. That, who else knows that song in the audience? Y'all know that they song. Like, oh, it's live. We gonna hear it for real. <laughs> okay. Um. Yes. Okay, next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next time. Yeah. Okay. Um, talk to us about nursing, right? So you mm -hmm. told us a little bit about where you're, and I see you still have that passion. Mm -hmm. So how are you balancing your passion for nursing 
your passion for entertainment, mm -hmm. um, your passion for um, inspiring people mm -hmm. and empowering people and motivating. How, how are you? How are you doing all that, superstar? So um, I started doing nursing in a different way. Instead of me being the one in the seat, I consult with those who sitting there. Gotcha. So I leave with what other people are lacking. Gotcha. I was in the seat. I know they don't feel appreciated. Okay. I know they need help with certain systems. I know they need support with certain follow-up. So I positioned myself to offer all of the things that I didn't have when I was in the seat. Yes. And it was attractive to them. So rather I'm uh, mentoring them one-to-one -one, yes. or if I have a contract with the CEO of a company. Yes. That's the way I'm able to do it. I'm flexible. I'm able to own my own time. And then um, also, even with, that's where the lab came in play. Yeah. Because I'm in places all the time. I hear what you say about y'all lab. Correct. I see where the ball is dropped. So I'm like, okay. So right. I know how I'm finna pitch y'all. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. So you have, um, I can tell you are a connector and you're very, um, you know, relatable. Is how does that play into your relationship as husband and wife? You know how sometimes yeah. people can be <laughs> one way when mm -hmm. they are facing the public, mm -hmm. but then in their relationship, they might be actually totally different. Honestly, I'm a connector with my husband, but not with people. He's the connector. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's the one I'm like, bro, like, don't bother them people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he went, like, I can admire something on somebody. I'm like, oh, that is nice. A little bit later, I see him talking to him. I'm like, what was you doing? He was like, I asked her where she got that from. I told her, my wife is at my bro, you ain't got to tell her. I'm like, what are you doing? But that's him. I, 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 believe, was, I was raised that that's being nosy. My, thought, my, <laughs> thoughts is this, my thoughts is this, because we always attend a conference um, November, right? You never know who's in the room. Okay. Someone may have what you're needing, and they can be right in your face. But because you don't know them or you're scared to have a conversation with them, you finna miss out yeah. your next level or your next three levels because you didn't have a conversation. Woo, CEO tip number two. CEO okay. tip number two. <laughs> you you never that. know who's in the room. <laughs> you true. never know who's yeah. in the room. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I love that. So um, we do this segment called CEO Hot Seats, and okay. we just decided to, you know, combine it with our IAS podcast as well so that, you know, other people can you know, who couldn't make Lunch or Lab because a lot of people are very interested in coming to Lunch or Lab. Y'all have no idea. I get all kind of uh, emails and DMs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't have a scholarship program. Right. And part of that is because I'm a firm believer that if you want to do something, you're going to figure it out. That's the truth. And I'm a firm believer that God will provide you, mm -hmm. will provide for you what you need. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes instead of seeking a scholarship, you just need to seek God. Yeah. I mean, or that, you can just yeah. seek your habits. Yeah. Or you can seek your habits. Yeah. yeah. You could you can seek your habits <clears throat> as well because, you know, I know a lot. And I think that's a good, that's CEO tip number three. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like a lot of time, I know even for myself, I was very much a professional when I started my drug test center and clinical lab. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was $100 an hour, which was, that don't sound like much these days, but at that oh, point in time, it was. still a lot to a lot of people, believe mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and it was mm -hmm. at that time, but I still had to make sacrifices. Right. Yes. I literally, look, the, the lab would get tissue before the house. I understand the, that. The, the team members would get snacks before the kids. Mm -hmm. 
first of all <laughs> and you know there it, yeah. and it wasn't that um it was just about how funds were allocated it wasn't that it was quote unquote a lack of funds it was there just, you go it was just how, how, how it was allocated and so that's true but i feel like that sacrifice ceo tip number three Sacrifice is required. It is. It's necessary. It's, it's, it's necessary. Mm-hmm. We gonna sing that song at the. That's gonna be the. That's gonna be <laughs> the class of 2023 word. anthem. <laughs> yes. It was necessary, mm-hmm. and so you have to be ready to sacrifice for what you want. Mm-hmm. You're not entitled to it. I remember whenever my mom was going through her treatments, um, a couple of months before that, there were some things that I was looking at. I was like, oh, I can't get that right now. I ain't right. got that. Right. I was like, oh, that's too much. But somebody would ask for something I would help out, I would do. Fast forward. They said it would be a $500 copay every time she came to have wow. treatment. And she had to come. I can't remember if it was two or three times. Yeah. It was three times mm-hmm. out of the week. Right. Right. Until her stuff got situated. Woo! $1,500 a week. Listen. Now, mind you, I had just said something that was $300 was too much and I ain't having, I can't do that. When them people told mama she had to have $500 mysteriously somewhere, you Baby, I came up with them five hundred dollars. She didn't miss not one treat. You made it happen. Of course, my dad, um, he was helping, and my sister, different things like that. But I said that to simply say, when you have the when the desire is bigger than your excuses, yes, it will come. Yes, yes, and I think CEO tip number four is I love the way um, that you. Take your perspective mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you speak it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think sometimes we forget that God spoke everything into existence. Yes, he did. And so we don't take the words that mm-hmm. we speak, that we hear first mm-hmm. or that we think first mm-hmm. so seriously. Right. And so I know for for me, there are days I don't feel like being a CEO. That's right. Yeah. It's days I don't want to talk to my team. Yeah. Like, God bless them, but I don't want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's days that I don't want to show up for a client, but I do, for the record. Mm-hmm. I show up for the clients. Um, I have to talk myself back to a healthy state. I have to just, I just start thanking God for my eyes, for my ears. I mean, yeah. I, I literally just start, you know, mm-hmm. and before I know it, I'm already feeling better. I'm yeah. already feeling more energized. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that that's really important for um, up and coming and even maybe current entrepreneurs, oh, yeah. you know, to understand is that you're not going to always feel on. Let's just keep it you real. Not. You're not. You're still a person. Like, do not let social media and or celebrities or anybody else mm-hmm. fool you. I'm sure Beyonce don't be wanting to hit that stage every time she come out there right. shaking it like she do. Right. I'm pretty sure right. she'd be like, I wish I could just be at home with my man and my kids. Yeah. Or I wish I could go hang out with my mom or my girls. Right. And so you have to have a mechanism you got to know what helps you show up. So yes. if it's prayer and appeal, yeah, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever it is that you need, you got to have that consistently so that you can show up and be consistent. Because my clients will never know that if I'm having, that's not their problem. Right. Yeah. I may talk to them about certain things as an example, mm-hmm. but I'm always like, that don't have nothing to do with them. Right. Let me get on the phone with them. Let me get in front of them. Let me, you know, push mm-hmm. through because I want that same energy right. in the universe for myself. Exactly right. right. Yeah. 
We do a thing. Um, you remember the on and off method? Yep. What is it? On and off. <laughs> <laughs> what does it consist of? You remember? I can't remember. But you remember when I uh, broke it down. So we do a thing. It's, it's on and off. You go through any way that you're able to receive or send money, mm. email, text message, DM. So communication and cash, right? On and off. I want you to look at what you have coming in, what you have going out. The messages that's coming in, are they checking on you or are they trying to get something off of you? Yeah. Right? The uh, the cash apps, the Zales, the Venmos, the whatever it is, uh, is it being sent out? Or are you receiving? Does that thing balance out? Yeah. So when you start feeling depleted and overwhelmed and got all this stuff going on, just check your ledger. Now it's going to hurt your little feelings. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> we, I'm telling you, we cut at least three of our own kids off. We was like, no, you're doing too much. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you remember we did that? Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's eye-opening. And you will yeah. see you really got way more time money yes and all of that stuff you just got it going in places that doesn't return investment for you yes that is so true that's super true you got to keep inventory you got to you got to keep inventory yeah. so we like to say return on investment no let your roi be return on intention return on intention what is that person's intention with you and for you absolutely you know you building so if they ain't adding value to that, what we doing? It's heavier to lift something whenever it's got extra loads in it and that's not even yours. That's right. You know? That's right. So I'm gonna speaking of intention, I'm gonna switch over here to Mr. Williams. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so I wanna, you know, rewind the clock a little bit, you know, when you met Nikita uh Blaney and <laughs> tell tell us about how you established your intentions <laughs> for the tell future the Mrs. The Williams. <laughs> Gonna be telling the truth. Yeah, not the version we got now. You tell these people the truth. <laughs> uh-huh. Ain't that right from 06? Tell them, tell them that version. Okay. 05. So, uh, when meeting Nikita, um, we both were designated drivers. Okay. For oh, fa- like, oh was, you tell the truth, friend, truth. Right? Go ahead. Uh-huh. And um, my cousins, they they like to drink, so we had okay. designated drivers holiday weekend. Don't so. snitch on nobody. Now, just tell the truth. I'm no names. You said to protect the uh, people, right? Okay. So um, my cousin knew Nikita. Okay. And I was a single man at that time. Boy, when I, seen her, I was like David with Bathsheba. I had to have her. <laughs> oh, God. I had her. Not David out of order. Not but see, that David, I'm not. I'm oh, not yeah, okay. Oh, he tried to be so biblical, yeah, y'all boys. Yeah. But we've been rocking ever since. We had a great conversation the night before, but what really sealed the deal, I knew her father. Okay. And, and she was like, You don't know my dad. I said, Yeah, I do know your dad. And she said, You don't know my dad. I said, I do. I told him what it did look like and what he drives. He said, how oh, you know my dad? I said, I go to church. Stalker. <laughs> I go to yeah. my dad, a pastor. Okay. And yeah. so that's what got me in the door. Okay. And we chopped it up all that night, the next night. Yeah. And that's been every since. Yeah. Awesome. Three weeks we were shacking. I mean, oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. it went fast. I seen where I was going. I seen where I was going. <laughs> okay, rich friends. The I Am Sheila Michelle podcast does not condone. <laughs> That's our story. So tell us a little bit, um, give us a little background on you, sir. What are your wild factors? So I am a healthcare administrator. Um, I have a, um, I run a dementia unit in Charlotte, North oh, Carolina. Oh, nice. And so um, me and Keita have uh, family care homes that we 
currently sold, and we're going to buy our own facility. Okay. So we movers and shakers out here. I but love what's that. your wild factor, though? My wild factor? Yes. I can tell him what your wild factors are. Factor? Number one, Terrence is very distinctive with what he does. If okay. Terrence sets up a place or he puts his design spin on it, you know his work. So yes. He's very distinctive. Even with the way he put things together, I had to really, really tell him, do not put on a tie, bro. Like, dress regular. Because, <laughs> like, a yeah. lot of times when we first started out, he almost looked like he was selling me insurance all the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and because I was just regular t-shirt, shoot, you know, whatever. But he brought this side of me out. Oh, so wow. a wild wow factor for him is being able to quickly identify things in other people yes. to bring them forward to be their best self. Love that. And he does it through fashion and design. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you image consulting or styling? I do, I do styling and image consulting. I'll be having my first uh, runway um, fashion show fashion. in Charlotte. The fall of this year. Okay, well, look right over there in that camera and let the yeah. people know how they can connect with that. So you go um, follow me. My name is Terrence Williams, and my um, my design company is Distinctive Designs. And look for, for great things to come forward. <laughs> Are you on uh, what social handles? Nothing. I'm not. Look on. over. He's not on so, anything. So what happened? I've been this? telling him to get on it. So what happened CEOs with this? Are visible. What happened with this? Our lives are so. Our lives are so complex, right? Oh. But then when Kita do her shows and the people see me out people and they were like, do you have a stylist? I said, no, I put this together. And so... And oh, okay. the kid who and they was like, oh, oh, my husband. Like, I'm going to get him. I said, first of all, you got a Jezebel spirit, so you can find somebody else to do it. Not Jezebel. We're going to cut this segment out, okay? We can... <laughs> but, yeah, he do good or whatever. Well, um, this this way, y'all, this is what the I Am She's Michelle live in studio podcast be like. That's all we clip. So the, the next time we're doing live in studio, y'all want to get y'all a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is beautiful. Um. So, again, um, during Lunch or Lab, we have a segment called CEO Hot Seats. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why we have the hot seats, obviously, are to help some of the participants either with a an active problem, because oh, we do have people that are serial entrepreneurs. How many of you ladies already have a business, whether it's up and going or not? So we got one person, three Two, people, three. right? So many times I come in contact with people who already have started a business, mm-hmm. And it may be up and going or it may be kind of, you know, mm-hmm. on the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it gives us an opportunity to work with them through actively through a uh, problem solving. I love problem solving because yes. stuff ain't as hard as we make it sometimes. It's really not. One objective that we have every day. So the team literally has a playbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in that playbook, part of the objectives that are outlined is that we answer all the questions that y'all have. Good okay. Time. All right. You just tell me when we ready, Cam. Okay. So, yeah, so I love this. I got some questions. Okay. So, you met each other in 06. Mm-hmm. Okay. 05. Like 05. Yeah. Okay. So, we, we almost at 20 years? Yeah. We're 19 years this year. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. So, talk to us about being, because I remember um, during our February launch, our lab, we did Love and Business. I and saw we had that. some amazing couples come in. Mm-hmm. And some of the ladies that participated, I was like, well, that's good, but you know, I don't have anybody right now. Uh-huh. And my response to that was, we should always be thinking about where we're going mm-hmm. and right. not just where we are. Yeah. So that being said, somebody may not have a significant other in this room, but they do need to understand what is it like as an entrepreneur, as a CEO of your own company or enterprise when you do have a significant other, mm-hmm. because it's a difference. I it's would a say. difference. Um, and I also want to 
let people know that sometimes people can have a significant other and still be alone. Say that. Okay, so like when Terrence and I first uh, started out, like we were doing what they would say regular stuff. I was working as a nurse. He was working as a uh, healthcare administrator. We nine to five, the hustle bustle. Life changed for me. But he had a vision of life being a, a certain way. Yeah. So whenever I stepped out and was doing things differently, we were not on the same page. Right. We weren't even the same book. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So then it comes to a point of you being in tune with yourself enough to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make this happen mm -hmm. even if I have to do it alone. But this is the thing. You have to understand that just because a person is not in collaboration with you does not mean they don't support you. That is correct. And if you are alone, you that's the thing. You don't have to be. It may not be an intimate partner, but you had a Sheila Michelle's. Right. You have other people out there who are there open, willing to connect with you. But because our desire for something that has nothing to do with our business is pulling us, we feel like we can't do it. Right. Mm. Because we base success off of what we prefer at that time. Right. You know what I mean? So knowing exactly, like you said, what you want and which way you're going, that's the first thing. Yeah. Yep. So CEO tip number four, support doesn't always look like how you think it's going to mm -hmm. look. Um, sometimes you have to acknowledge God. Well, we should always be acknowledging God, but... Mm -hmm. You have to acknowledge God for what is working. Yeah. Right? Yes. I was taking a walk the other day and I was like, if I focus so much on the things that are not going as I wish they would go or the things that are negative, it's like I'm saying everything is bad. Right. You know? So you support not going to always look. You may have somebody who just come in and help you for the day. Mm -hmm. You may never see that person. That person may never be there for you again. Mm -hmm. You may have somebody who with you for the long haul and then they drop off unexpectedly. Yeah. You thank God and keep it pushing. Yeah. Because it's like a lattice. It's over up over up oh, yeah. and God will send you who it is that he wants you to work with and who needs to work with you. But he is very, very, very productive. Yeah. Meaning that whenever he's lining you up with somebody, it's not just for you. It's for them as well. Right. And so when he moves them, it's for the same reason. Mm. And, you know, my husband is very supportive. He's mm -hmm. very, very supportive. Um, sight unseen. Um, he's now, uh, he just bought his first dump truck. Oh, Shout good. out to Prestige Global okay, Logistics. Right. Yeah, 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 so excited. Yeah. Um, we previously had another, um, we had a cargo van. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just ran it out. So, you know, we weren't doing much with it from a transportation. But I'm saying that to say that um the support looked different because different. he wasn't in the details. It, it was just like, I just got your back when you fall. Yeah. You know, I'm just here to listen, you know, when you don't have a bad day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not always getting about to tear up. Jesus. Yeah. It's it's I not think. always, you know, I, I remember one time I was going to this event and this woman, she was relying on her husband, I guess, to bring something. And he was late. I don't know what the situation was, but she was scolding him. Not in a bad way, but she was scolding him. Right. Don't scold the hell. Don't. <laughs> you you know what I mean? Like, don't scold the hell. So get what you can. Thank God for it and keep yeah. it pushing. And, you know, so you may not. 
you may not be able because our husbands not our girlfriends. That's another thing yeah, that we have to wrong. realize too. They not our girlfriend. Right. Like, okay, I'm sorry, babe. I'm talking to you like the girlfriend. My bad. Right. So it's like we have to accept sometimes. I mean, it doesn't mean you can't put a requirement out there. Right. But, you know, be reasonable with yeah. people because you don't got time to waste. Right. So you don't need to be tying up your energy complaining because he didn't do what your girlfriend Mm-hmm. would have done right. and the, and that's a good point or he or if that person didn't do it the way you would have done yes like me i would ask i'm like babe i need you to x y and z and by the time he get to z i'm like why you do it like that you know <laughs> and then it got to a point where he finally was like did it get done okay you know? and now i'm like <laughs> you know, but I had, yes. and this is the other thing too. Learn how people learn. Right. Learn yes. how they receive and process yes. information. Yes. Because you can give a task to somebody, but if they thinking of it one way and you thinking of Correct. it another, baby, you about to be hotter than fish grease. I'm telling yeah. you that right now. So yeah. just give clear instructions. And we have a lot of nurses or whatever. So y'all know what it is. Give clear instructions. Return, demonstrate. Oh, you got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that you won't have to repeat it. And you, because you know what happens? And I mind we were like they ain't want to do it no way that's why they did it like mm-hmm. that no they did the best they could they did what they had they did the best you know yeah so. so to echo what Keita's saying um when she asks for something or wants something done or she has a vision that she wants to go forward i say babe if you write it down i can make it happen yeah make it plain make show me what you want it to look like because yes. i'm very um i like to make things aesthetically pleasing i want everything yes. to look like you want it to look so if you can put it down on paper i can make it come to reality i love that yeah, yeah. I love, love, love that. And talk to us also. I know we got to wrap soon. Unfortunately, I love this. We <laughs> we got to we gotta have another segment with y'all. But talk to us about like overall, you know, because you got Nikita and Terrence, the individuals. Yeah. Y'all are obviously powerhouses. I mean, we can get that from your energy, not just the, <laughs> the way that you look. You look amazing. Thank you. You got yourselves as individuals, mm-hmm. right? Um, individual goals, struggles. Yeah. Then you've got the marriage and yep. then you've got the kids and then you've got the extended family. Mm-hmm. So as leaders and influencers, right, mm-hmm. of your respective areas, how have you been able to kind of navigate those things? Blue cheese dressing. You familiar with that? Y'all familiar with blue cheese? I almost wanted to go my separate ways from Terrence because of blue cheese dressing. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all why it's going to tie in. We was at a restaurant. And we was getting my favorite things, uh, hot wings, flats, extra crispy, lemon pepper. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. wait come on, girl. Come on, come on, come on. Yes. That's what the Lord would have the done. The people that know, know. Yeah. So she came and she brought the stuff out. And then she was like, um, oh, I'm sorry. We don't have any ranch. All we have is blue cheese. What, what, what was it? Blue, blue cheese. cheese. And I was like, nah. Tam was like, oh, it's okay. I'll take it. I was like, no, nah, he really wants blue cheese. This, I mean, a ranch. This is a wing place, yeah, right? Yeah. And then um, he was like, babe, no, it's okay. I was like, no, nah, if you want the ranch, you can get the ranch, right? Because I'm being a good wife. <laughs> Y'all, dude said, babe, I actually prefer blue cheese. Who are you? I said, you prefer blue cheese? Y'all, I literally welled up at the restaurant 
been with this man at that time over 15 years. Mm -hmm. Didn't know that he liked that spoiled taste. <laughs> I didn't know. I said, well, Terrence, why you never get blue? Why did you get it? He said, because you always prefer a ranch. And if you were straight, I was straight. I said, what else don't I know about you? Right? <laughs> oh, my. This dude liked the fish. I'm like, bruh, we never went fishing before. You know what I'm saying? But, well, I didn't think you liked the government. And it bothered me so bad that I could be so focused and self-absorbed that I didn't even consider what he would or yeah. wouldn't like. Yeah. And that he could be so okay with not even yes. including himself. Yes. So from that point on, we made it intentional to have conversations, to ask him certain things. He asked yeah. me certain things. Well, you know, and, and I'm telling you, it really bothered me for a little bit to the point he was like, babe, I'm straight. I'm you right. know what I mean? But I'm just saying, getting to really know that person, yeah. Yeah. not just for their flaws, but what do they like? What pulls you? What yeah. drives you? Yeah. Babe, you don't, you don't got to be behind the scenes no more. People know Keita and Terrence. Yeah. Like, Let's do that. No, I'm okay. But mm -hmm. you, you grinning in everybody's face, so you must want to be seen, Terrence. Come on. <laughs> but okay. really, I'm telling you, yeah. it was a blue cheese experience, yeah. honey. Yeah. I'm telling you. No, but I can I can identify with that. I can definitely identify with that. Um, thank you for sharing that, because I know that's going to help some of my rich friends for oh, real. Yeah. Like, it's going to save some, yeah. some relationships. It's not all about and, you. And I don't think that applies just to... You know, intimate relationships. I think yeah. you can apply that to your friendships oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, because well. yeah. um, that's I guess CEO tip number five, and the final one is nothing is more important than relationships, y'all. That's nothing. right. Don't forget that your success is definitely tied to another person. Right. It is Ooh, absolutely tied to another person. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. Um, I love Nikita. You know, we ain't we ain't even spent that much time together. Not really. We, we, ain't, uh -uh. we really yeah. ain't spent that much yeah, time together. I feel together. like my mama said I can't stay long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we, but we, you know, we just connect. Yep. Yes. And that's yes. what matters. Yes. That's you what know? matters. But I want to go ahead and um, have uh, the team pass around the mic. Let's get some questions from my in-studio audience okay. before y'all get out of here. Hi, Miss Nikita. How are hey you? Hey there. Um, there was something that we talked about during lunch is, uh, that was about fear, right? Mm. Um, I would like to know your input on something, like, you know, on having a business but or trying to attempt to have a business, but you're scared of failing. You know what I mean? We talked about something where we said, like, well, what if you don't fail? You know, so I just wanted to get your input on fear on starting a new business. Yeah. So the question is, that's how they be doing on David things. So the question was, um, how do I feel about it? What's my perspective on fear? And I love it. You know why? Because the enemy will never give you a warning to not do something that's not going to do you harm. He'll let you slide right into that. You feel real excited to do some foolishness. You wish somebody would, right? Right. No fear at all. Bad decisions all throughout it. But whenever we make a decision that we're going to do something that's really going to serve us, that's when all the doubt, the fear, and all the other mm -hmm. foolishness, that's what I call it when I stop cussing. Foolishness comes, right? So to answer your question is this. I number one identify why am I afraid? I always remember this. There's never, ever, 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 ever a fear that's not attached to an experience. Never. Whatever experience that you had, 
with whatever this thing or person or whatever situation was, your body remembers it. Your brain does not operate in the future, only in the past. So when you think, oh, I'm gonna do this new thing, your brain's like, hey girl, you mean we did that last new thing, don't you? Don't do it, sis, because right. it's designed to protect you. Right. But when you know that you are operating under the protector, and you yes. know that you're going in the direction you need to go in, he up there like, what up though, right? So it's literally faith and fear can operate at the same time. They can be in the same body. Don't let nobody fool you. Right. But which one has more weight? So you got to identify why do I feel this way? Then you got to have evidence for your confidence because it's just because you don't have confidence. How am I going to get evidence, Nikita? I'm glad you asked. You get evidence by your past experiences. Yeah. What have you accomplished before? It don't matter how big or small it is, you start writing it down. What did you think you weren't gonna overcome and you did? What did you think you weren't gonna accomplish but you did? I don't care what you went through to do it, you got it done. So then when all that other stinking thinking comes, you start going to your evidence box to bring it up so you can combat it. Because fear literally is a negative emotion, a premeditated thing that you came up with, created, that ain't even happened. We were just talking about that during right. lunch. You see how amazing you are? Your brain done went and, and did a whole business plan on fear and failing. Yep. And they did the first thing about how many pencils and pens you need. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's your, mind, it's your mindset and who you let in your eye gate and what you're listening to. Come on. You, you don't, you don't um, people that have negative or talk with negative undertones, disengage with them or don't surround yourself with those people. Get around people that's positive. Get around people that's doing it. And if you see them doing it, if God allowed them to do it, why, why, why won't you think he'll allow you to do it? What we say about unqualified people. Don't let unqualified people disqualify you. Yes. That's why we bring in other people in Lunch Our Lab. Remember I said that. So it's like, if y'all don't want to take my word for it, but y'all mm -hmm. should, by the way. But just in case y'all don't want to take my word for it, yeah. You can see the Williams, you can see Monique and, you know, some of the other people that y'all see this weekend that it's real. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody that you see at some point was overwhelmed by fear. Yes. But they did. I don't really like the term do it scared because I just feel like I believe in God too much for that. Mm -hmm. But they did it anyway. Yeah, they did it anyway. You oh. take fear and you jump okay. with it. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You take hey, fear and you we, jump we was with at, it. We was at that same situation. We were scared to do um, the first business launch, you know, because it had a, a, it's a big financial investment up front. And then we was like, oh, we don't want to, oh, we, how are we going to do with this? Yeah. That's about $50,000. We're going to, yeah. yeah, we going to be all right. Baby. Yeah, yeah. But we talked to Keita's father. He's a pastor and he was overseer. And he was like, hey, take the fee and jump with it. Yeah. I see what y'all doing. And when you jump and you see the progress in the process, and you start seeing those bank statements. Yeah. And you start, yeah, I can do this. And this is the and, thing. And it's do okay. it again. Right. It's okay to fail, fail fast. Yes. Don't prolong it. What are you doing, honey? Fail fast. Learn from it. Yeah. Fail forward. So although, you know, I stumble right here, I'm still a step in front of me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And don't talk so much prematurely because what it is, you're not really afraid of failing. You're afraid somebody's going to see you fail. They're going to I knew she couldn't do it. What you tell that one for anyway? Right. That's like the one that will tell you, I went and bought this car. You a passenger, though. You understand? <laughs> like, what we doing? Right. You got to have these type of conversations with people who understand the verbiage yes. and not with yes men and women. Some people tell you, yeah, just because they love you. Yep. They will, they'll tell you, yeah, yeah. just because they love you. When I started transitioning from being a director of nursing to a comedian, my grandma, she loved me. But she was like, oh, so you finna be a full-time clown. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I said, God, dog. Yeah. But right. it was her fear that she was speaking right. from.
Now, had I subscribed to that, I would have stopped. Right. And you know why you feel some type of way when people say negative things? It's because you believe it. Mm. My mama told me whenever somebody was saying, I was like, it just bothers me. She said, why? She said, it wouldn't bother you, kid, if you didn't believe it. Yes. And that stuck with me. Right. What do you believe about you? Because if you, you know you can do it. You just don't believe that you can. And y'all can go check my stories. And I didn't even talk to Nikita. You go check my stories from last night and you're going to see exactly. If you go to I am Sheila Michelle and go to my see? stories, I literally said when you're going to change the way that you think about yourself. See? That's what confirmation does. And y'all remember the story in the Bible? Just to, uh, oh, just, I'm, I'm just gonna, no, come on, Deacon. I'm, I'm going to be very preach. quick. But y'all remember when the guy had many, um, he was possessed with many de demons and God uh -huh. was trying to And he mm -hmm. said, um, Lord, I believe. Uh -huh. Lord, I don't want you to help my disbelief. So you he can said, be hey, a believer. My unbelief. I'm my unbelief. You I can read be that a believer, one time. But you don't believe it's possible. It's not possible for you. Yes, but sir. But it's possible. It is. Yeah. Well, I want y'all to put your hands together and thanks so much. Thank you. Williams, yeah. who have come in. <laughs> Definitely have to have y'all back. We'll come As back. individuals and, yep. and as a couple. Yep. Um you know, we do have a male audience as well, so they yes. could definitely benefit um, for, you know, from you, Mr. Williams, learning how to, you know, uh, increase their presence, you That's know, right. through, through image and style. Image matters, y'all. And all those different things. And, you know, Nikita, you just you just you just a gift that keep on giving. <laughs> um, so I want to thank y'all so much for traveling in from Charlotte, North Carolina. Absolutely. I know y'all had other commitments. We really appreciate um, y'all being here, especially with the number of nurses that we have. But also yeah. our non-nurse community. Yep. Um, it's just been a blessing. And I really, really I'm grateful. Thank you so much for having us. And before we close out, we want to make sure that you absolutely know where to meet the Williams at online. Oh, yeah. So follow us, not in your car. Okay. <laughs> but on Instagram is currently it's I am Nikita B. But because we have a we are beautifully blended, that's gonna switch up. But so go ahead and follow me at I am Nikita B. We are transforming that page into a lifestyle brand yeah. to show people that you can do it beautifully blended. Y'all know exactly where to tune in next Tuesday at nine PM Eastern. We will have another awesome episode of the I Am Sheila Michelle podcast. This has been our in-studio audience from Lunch or Lab here with us. Thank y'all so much. Yay! Yay.